but it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, we'll use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Casa Ole, Ole! Welcome to another, yet another, bonus episode of Lima Time Time. Uh, all three of us are in the house, and, and, and it's, only been, it's only been Patrick and I, um, but when we, when we sort of brought in this idea of starting an Astros-based podcast um, inter- interjected with humor and also large amounts of anger, uh, originally on the conversation uh, was, was also Houston-based comedian John Wessling, and because he is, he's the hardest working man in show business, this is the first time he's actually been able to uh, to record with us. So, so with you this evening uh, is Patrick McClellan. Patrick, how are you? I'm all right. John Wessling, how are you doing? I'm fucking mad. <laughs> you're not mad, JY. What the fuck is wrong with our team, man? I'm sorry. It's a, it's a treat to be here, fellas, and I'm glad to finally make my debut on Lima yes. Thank Time. Uh, um, I'd like to uh, tell you that I'm uh, broadcasting live from Casa Ole. Yes. Fresh today, every day, Casa Ole. Uh, uh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to finally make my debut on here. I, I prefer to think of myself as a, a, a late season call up. Yeah. Uh, but you, you were planning on bringing me in later, so you know, what, what's, the, what's the rule where they bring them up later so you get that extra year of arbitration? Yeah, we're going to have to. Yeah, that's what we did. That's exactly what we did, so we don't have to pay you. Hopefully. Yeah, that's just smart. Yeah, it's just good economics. It sucks when it's it sucks when it's the baseball team, but if you're the guy writing the checks, it make it only makes sense. But you uh, fucked yourselves, and you have to call me up before June one because clearly this team is in need of a slump buster. <laughs> this I I feel like this could be the slump buster. You could be the person that turned it all around. We thought our last bonus episode was the one that did it, and then immediately reverted back to just absolute garbage. Yes. Well, and yet Robert Flores on, if I'm not mistaken, who is a, a, a class individual, an excellent broadcaster, uh, professional in every sense of the uh, of the word. But that's the problem. You, you know, you brought in a guy who's too clean. He's too he's too corporate. He's a sweetheart, a great guy, very 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 intelligent guy. But uh, he's an analyst, and um, you know, even though he has a rooting interest in the Astros, he's not the crazy motherfucker that you need who's in a <laughs> hotel room, balls ass naked, <laughs> with a belt. Ready to whip his bed, right? <laughs> the fuck? God damn it! This is exactly what we need. Get your answers. I'm gonna take this belt. And I'm gonna whip this fucking chair in this double tree. You hear that? <laughs> you hear that? It's me whipping some sense into the Astros. God damn it! There we go. This Good. is amazing. This is this is already. I, I, we're 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 I, four minutes in, and it's eclipsed all my hopes and dreams. And see, I love this because everybody was. I'm the bad boy, and now I'm not, I'm like a church guy now, just because I dropped a few f bombs. Sorry, sorry about that. So I got no, I get I got my reputation back. This is beautiful. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad I I'm glad I I'm glad I could help, man. I'm glad I could help. Uh, but hey, we are all that mad though. That that oh, like sums up everything. Oh, it's so fucking terrible. Ah, oh, it's so it's so Houston is what it is. It's it's, so- it is, dude. It is. That's and that's what I don't want to address is that it just makes so much sense. But fuck, man. This is exactly what happens. This is this is Houston sports. This is the cruel bitch that is Houston sports. This is the tease you with potential, tease you with promise. You're begging for attention. They finally give it to you, and then you take a big wet shit in the bed. A big, you thought it was just a fart, but it was a big oily shit all over your butt and all over the bed. And not like I could do tonight at this hotel room. I could shit all over this hotel room, right? You should, just, you should do that, actually. I yeah. might. I probably will. Vegas odds are yes, I will <laughs> shit this hotel room. Okay? But that's that's what happens. That's Houstonitis. That is the, the overriding the, the sports curse that uh, the, 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 the fucking torches our souls, man. Like, right? what did we do? Like, the, what did we do to anybody? I feel like we're nice people. Like, we've never done anything to deserve, deserve this. And the Oilers did it to us. All the way back to the late seventies. Well, those were good Steelers teams, but still, we've been cursed forever. 
We've always been cursed, and, and what I did don't, we do? Don't what, are we on happened? Indian ghost oil land? Are we like? <laughs> are we being haunted by? I don't know. What the fuck is wrong? Why? Well, people always forget that, that Houston is a bayou city, much like New Orleans is, and oh, and, so yeah, and where there's low lying swamp areas, there's voodoo. There's voodoo. That's um, what it, it is. It's voodoo. I knew it had something to do with witches, and well, that's what it is. Uh, Resorting, it goes back to the original fraud that is the foundation of the city of Houston. If you go back to the to the beginning, um, uh, Galveston was supposed to be the big city, and Houston was just just some shit up the up the river, right? Uh, yeah. But then the, the 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 big hurricane of 1900 that just fucked Galveston to death. Yeah. Killed a lot of uh, people, yeah. Killed a lot of people. Just well, a whole lot of people. That's why Galveston's haunted right now is because of that. Which is crazy. Can you imagine living in that age when you don't have uh, we have weather radar? There's <laughs> a dark cloud in the distance. Yeah. It's, it's like, like dee, 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 dee. you're at the speakeasy, and then yeah. all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, it's just you see you see night coming, and it's noon. You're like, well, we probably should have left a couple of weeks ago. Oh well, I guess we're gonna die, and that's just what happened. So, so Houston grew out of that. Now there was the big. Um, I always laugh whenever you see. Uh, movies or TV shows that are supposed to be shot in Houston or Southeast Texas, and there's clearly mountains and shit yeah. like that, right? Yeah. And you're like, it, there's no fucking way this whole area is flat as a pool table and nasty as shit, and there's nothing scenic whatsoever about it. Um, same thing, there was a, a land developers around that time that were trying to sell Houston to people. So they made it look like it was some sort of lush tropical paradise, the lakes and just greatness and all that. And people would come down there and they pre-bought land and it was the fucking swamp. It was the bayou. It was nasty. It was hot. It was, you know, riddled with fucking mosquitoes. It was just a shittle. So I think that you, you can go back. Get, that's what they get for fucking not looking at it and just buying it, idiots. Well, what are you going to look at when it's in the, you know, in the 19, you know, early you 1900s? Your, you take your carriage down like a responsible business person and somebody who's able to purchase land, you should fucking come down and check it out. Well, and then That would take weeks. Well, you don't have that kind of, and no, everyone, weeks. Was, everyone was honest. Yeah, it, it, dysentery is worth a good investment, I, I feel like. Well, you got a good point there. I mean, you got to think about what they're leaving. They're leaving the, you know, the, the horrible, horrible ghettos of New York. And you're and going straight through in, engine towns. Like, that's yeah. straight engine country. All, and that, I think that's racist. I'm sorry that I'm saying the <laughs> N-word. Is the N-word. Get it? Come on, everybody. The N-word. Love it. No, Blocks. block me right now. Block me from the show, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. You could go back that far. But I, I just, it, it, it's always been this way with Houston sports, man. And oh, I know. I, I, look, I, I have been a Astros faithful, diehard. I mean, I don't even know. Diehard just sounds corny at this point in life. It's more just like, it's like I'm already jumped in a gang. It's blood in, blood out. I can't fucking get out if I wanted to at this no, point. No, you can't. Right? right? I mean, really, honestly, my only choice is to stop liking baseball. Yeah. Which that isn't a, that's a viable option at this point. It, I've had rage moments where I'm like, fuck this whole smart fuck this whole thing, ah! You know, and, and get that way, but... Even when they were in the hundred losses era, right when it was they were in complete shit, I was cool with it because I knew there was a master plan. It was a build up to something else. Right. That's why this hurts so much. It's right. Because of that, is because everything was working to plan. Like, oh, we sold everything. We built the farm system. We did it the right way. All these young guys are here. They played together up through the minors. They're here. They're winning at Yankee Stadium, fucking over the Yankees. It's like, holy shit, we, we're here. And now this is the season, and they're the Astros again. But what's the problem with them? They're not hurt. It's not like there's a bunch of fucking injuries. It's not like they're just underperforming. They're shitting the bed at the wrong time. Hey, just a uh, quick... choose to lose. Quick news update. It's the uh, top of the first in Houston, and Colin McHugh, who was, uh, who was ahead 0-2, uh, on the leadoff hitter, Danny Santana hit a solo home run. It's one nothing. What the fuck? The, the the worst team. Oh, we are the worst team in baseball now, I think. But I considered the Twins to be the worst team in baseball, and they're going to come in and sweep us. And I hate. Oh, this is so bad. Every. Oh my god. Okay, so this this actually brings me to the first talking point that I want to get to um, because Facebook Su- suicide. <laughs> that's right. How would you? What, anybody have any tips on how to how to kill yourself and and yes. oh, man. commit insurance fraud? A good murder suicide pact is just the way to go. Well, I'd, I'd like to leave my 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 wife and daughter in good in good shape. So well, then you should be the murder part. Yeah, or we can Jonestown massacre it if we want. Interesting. Just drink some Kool Aid. 
Well, uh, Facebook actually helped contribute to to this today because apparently one year ago today, and Facebook was kind enough to remind me of this, uh, I screenshotted the standings and the Astros were uh, 18 and 7. Um, uh, on, on this, Literally the opposite for the most part. <laughs> uh, yeah, on this date one year ago. Um, and Facebook reminded me of that. When the, the Rangers were 8 and 15 um, huh. at, at okay. the same time. And so... But and and so I I mentioned that on on Twitter that Facebook could die in a fire for reminding me uh, of this and the horrible turn of of misfortune that has become the Astros franchise, and and I got a whole bunch of people respond and say, well look where the Rangers were, you know that's good news that's a you know right. that's about where where the Astros are although the at this point the Astros had already lost we've already lost three more games than the Rangers had it at this point but that's such bullcrap like I, I because. And, and I want to get y'all's thoughts on this. In order for the Rangers to have made the comeback that they that they did, first of all, hats off to the Rangers. Okay, I mean they came in last and, season. Last season, yes. I mean, I I will not deny that they got hot and they outplayed the Astros down the stretch. But that's exactly the point. Like it's not like like the Astros could feasibly apparently go on a tear, but they're at the point where it's going to take. They're going to have to to beat the Rangers. They're going to have to beat the Mariners. They're going to have to beat the freaking Twins. Like they're just because they they're there's however many games out at this point. They the, the Rangers needed the Astros to completely crap the bed in order to right. to win the division in the first place. And I don't the the Rangers are about to get you Darvish back. And and yeah, do you want do you want a harsh you want some harsh reality real quick? Yes. We have from this point we have to play. 600 or better baseball just to get to 90 wins from right now. Completely doable. It is It is doable, but that's fucking scary. Well, you're going to have to do it anyway. Now, look, yeah. I, I'm glad that I yelled and screamed and whipped the bed and the couch with my, <laughs> with my belt. Oh, I am Because too. I kind of I have a little bit of post-coital glow now. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> and nice. in this moment of clarity... I kind of uh, I feel a little bit more positive about things, and I'm glad that you brought that up, JY, because I saw you post that earlier on Facebook today, and it did give me that ray of hope. And yes, I have the exact same questions and queries that you do as well. It's like, well, if they're going to do that, then they have to do this. They have to reverse the polarity on our relationship with the fucking Rangers. Okay? Yeah. Now, the Rangers went on that tear last year at the direct expense of the Astros. It's yeah. not like the Astros going cold and the Rangers getting hot were two separate, unrelated things. No, if I'm not mistaken, and I don't have stats in front of me because I don't fucking believe in stats. I believe in the heart. <laughs> I don't believe in stats. <laughs> stats will lie to you. you know. Will. Uh, but will. if I'm not mistaken, they stomped a fucking mud hole in the Astros to get those wins. They did. Right? They did. Exactly. Now, if the Astros are going to be a quality baseball team, if they're going to be the title contender, if they're going to play to the level of the talent that they have and the attention that they've given, they're going to have to do it. They're going to have to flip that exact record. They're going to have to... Man up, it's time for A.J. Hinch to throw the bats in the shower and yell at these motherfucking lollygaggers and get these guys to play to their best fucking ability. And you're going to have to get those wins. This is a team that learned how to win in the clutch last year. This is a team that learned how to go for the juggler. But something happened on whatever flight they took or whatever separate car trips or road trips they took to get from fucking Kissimmee, Florida, back (laughs) to Texas. Somewhere on that fucking road trip, they got bitch-made. Yeah, because they were they had a great spring. Everybody that yeah. looked good was supposed to look good. Everything was on track, and Ke- it just Dallas Keuchel, it just derailed. Dallas Keuchel did not give up a run, an earned run in spring training. <laughs> he was saving them for the season <laughs> for when it really mattered. Yeah, yeah and he really didn't. Uh, it didn't really do that much in the spring. He was uh, a very limited at all in in the spring. Maybe that's it. Maybe they didn't uh, lean on him enough. Uh, I don't know. Are you? Are you think? Do you think these guys got, uh, as they would say, uh, high on their own supply? Do you think the attention? Do you think the awards and the accolades, even though it wasn't, uh, you know, the actual victory, you know, they didn't win anything at the at the uh, the end as a team. Do you think they just sort of got a little too Hollywood for their own good? I do. I think that they got maybe not cocky, but you can't. You'd be foolish to think that that doesn't play a role. Like they had the Royals beat, yeah. So that you can kind of take that to the bank. They went at Yankee Stadium, like, and they were they played the Royals the best out of anybody in the playoffs. That was the, the Royals' best series, yeah. And we had them on the ropes, and they won the World Series. Honestly, so I, that's got to stick with them. The, the whole team's back. They're healthy. 
seemingly, and uh, fuck me, except for McCullers. But dude, yeah. this is just—it's uh, there's no explanation for it. They're just bad, and well, they're doing everything wrong. Now, okay, you're, you're right. There is no exact explanation for this. And and uh, uh, JY, look, you you're a student of the game, and you uh, you have a, a very even hand and a good eye. You've been looking at baseball your entire life, right? That's there's right. 106. There's 162 games. That's a lot of baseball. Yeah. Right? That's a lot of innings of baseball. That's a lot of pitches thrown. That's a lot of plate appearances. Sometimes whenever you have large numbers, statistical anomaly kind of shit, sometimes things are just weird. Sometimes things go in streaks. And is it entirely possible that they're just getting the shit end of the stick early and that we will have the opposite of what we had two years ago and actually have a progression to the mean? Can we expect this, this team just through the, the cyclical nature of, uh, of baseball. What the fuck was that? I just heard my door open. And I would tell it. I it's the voodoo door. ghost of Houston <laughs> coming to get you. That was, it's the, that it's, was crazy, man. It's soaking That's wet. A creepy. It, it's soaking wet drowned ghosts of Galveston. Yeah, but, 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 but do you understand my, my, my question here, JY? Is it possible that really with, with no real changes, that their luck can just sort of come out of its own fog like they like like mercury in retrograde it just sort of <laughs> sort of stops one day and and the and the ball starts bouncing in their favor well see I, I logically you would say yes but it's been a calendar year since they've really since since they've really done a whole lot and, and it's, yeah that's what bothers me too is how long it's been it, since last april like since May started last year, they're a sub five hundred or right at five hundred baseball team. That's one hundred and sixty two games, I think. And it's it's been at it's been at least twelve months since the Astros got one of those like little like bloop hits that the Twins got last night. You know, the with men on base that you just sort of bloop one into center and two runs scored. Like like that hasn't happened. I can't remember the last time that happened for the Astros. And that's how the Royals win games. That's how all these good teams win games with these bullshit little hits, and we just don't get them. We, not, it, not currently. Not and, Ever. and not for a while. And so over a course of a 162-game season, you would think, yes, but now we're looking at a 135-game season where things have to change drastically. And this morning it was in the paper that Luno is now talking about how the goal is to get back to 500 by the All-Star break. Well, that's not exactly encouraging, especially for a team that had had deep playoff aspirations. Like, they're adjusting. The, Luno has already adjusted his expectations. Like, everyone has already adjusted their expectations. Okay, well, the, yeah. But let's, all right, let's, let's try to be positive here for a second. So, considering the circumstances in the division, we are somehow only seven games behind Texas. I know that's a lot. But if you look at the other races aside from the NL West, Minnesota's ten games out, Atlanta's twelve games out. That's you know that uh, Cincinnati's nine games out. So we're under ten games, playing the worst baseball we could, being ten games under five hundred, and we're only seven out, getting getting to play the team that's beating us. So the division's not that great. Things can turn around. Currently, you're right. Yeah, but it's it's way early. But we have to it really is way early. But we have to turn it around like right now. We need to go on a winning streak right now. That's what I'm worried about is that it has to change immediately. Well, do you think this is a team that's built to get streaky? I mean, do you think uh, bats can come alive? You think maybe at some point Carlos Gomez can be fucking worthwhile as a baseball player? He could he could start feeling sexy again. That would be ideal. Good. He is. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a daily uh, or show topic each episode, and he's it's he's just been digressing in our. uh, I swear to God, if I was A.J. Hinch, I would go to Carlos Gomez right now, right now, and say, you do not get to swing the fucking bat until you have successfully dropped a bunt and run to first. Well, that's the, that's, he's actually had like three of those like bunt singles. That, that's the majority, that's the majority that's what of he needs. kids. I would make him do just that until he, he I, I, you know what, three, you get three more bunt singles and then I will let, <laughs> I will allow you to, to full swing because he just swings ridiculously. And I can see it. I mean, I, I was a, I was a little bit of a pitcher, and I can see when he goes up to that that plate that he is just amped, and I can tell right before a pitch whether or not he is going to swing as hard as he can or not. And <laughs> it, it, it is if, pretty obvious. If the pitcher is looking in at at the pitch, and I can already tell that Carlos is going to swing like a fucking crazy ape 
no matter what he throws, that's a horrible sign. I mean, I, I, I never really heard too much of, of a, uh, a batter tipping their intentions, but that's, you, you can see it. He's like, like, he licks his lips and he's like, fuck it, this is the one, bro, and he just goes for it. And, I think he and, always has done that, though. That's the thing. Oh, maybe he's just gotten lucky in the past, but he just, I don't know, I, I, maybe, I just think the talent is there, the skill is there. I mean, dude, how, how is it possible that the Astros have been in the shit like they have been, and we've had players of the week, players of the month? Well, that's what, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. It's like, so what are the other fucking you know, eight guys doing well, during this game? Nothing. That's the thing. When they were getting those awards, literally nobody else is doing anything. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and Tyler White, he, he definitely, uh, he got senioritis all of a sudden. He phoned it. <laughs> well, we all, I, I think we all knew that was coming. But we should have taken advantage of a guy hitting, what, fucking 600 or whatever he was for an entire week. Yeah. Right. I mean, we wasted, yeah, we wasted that first road trip, and then the Royals beat our ass. And I think that's what demoralized them, and then that was it. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I, I I like the way Raff. You know, this is weird. This is one of those things where the uh, the sum of the part or the sum of the whole is less than the parts. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna mess up. Yeah, up that. Yeah, but thing. whatever that whatever you said, that's what it is. Even right. if it makes no zero sense, because this makes zero sense. <laughs> if you look at a handful of players, you're like, well, these guys are doing great. I mean, Altuve. Boy, he's killing. Oh my him. god, he's the, amazing. The yeah. Home. He's up. What he's got four leadoff homers and the season record for Astros is six in a season by Biggio. Yeah, oh, that is, oh, that's that, that's a record that's going to be broken. You see that coming, right? I mean, uh, I think Correa. Even even when you talk about Correa having a bit of a, a slide or just sort of pedestrian numbers, he's still on pace to hit three hundred and thirty homers. And that's, that's a, true. That's a really great true. season. You know, what I mean, what does he got? He got two errors or something like that on the season so far. I mean, the, guy, the kid's yeah, still doing still great. Like, very young. What's he? Twenty one. He's twenty one yeah. now. Twenty one. Like he's a baby. He is. They're all babies. My, that's what. And that's what I talk about is that they're so young and dumb. They can play this shitty, and then they could forget about it and turn around and win twelve in a row, and we could all just shut up. But they need to do. They need to do that. I think that's coming. I really do. I, I smell that coming. Much like the residents of Galveston in nineteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, that dark cloud of winning is going to yeah. show up in a wave and yeah. tsunami the rest of the league i agree i always love when you look back at those old pictures and you know that it's 100 fucking degrees if it's 100 degrees in galveston in the summer now it had to have been the same heat then i go to galveston in the summer i want to walk around balls ass naked and still would be sweating (laughs) it'd be the worst i'm wearing the least amount of clothes i I can legally get away with and i'm sweating my ass off and then you look at the pictures and they're wearing long sleeve Cotton shirts, full-blown fucking wool pants and a hat. <laughs> and I'm like, how are you not so downtrodden? Like, everything <laughs> downtrodden about them? You know, there's shit everywhere. Plumbing was not good. No, it's, still, it's so, still not good. That's the it's thing. Still not, uh, so anyway, yeah, just like those people could look out and see the massive hurricane coming, I think I see these guys going on a, on a run. And I don't know who, who will be the catalyst. Who will be the one that makes shit happen? Would you all agree that the money is on Rasmus being the one who finally snaps? Well, he's been it? he's been carrying the team, and they couldn't do anything else around him. He's fucking the best player on the team right now. Is it, so? Would you say maybe perhaps Carlos Gomez? I think I, th- I think Correa and Go- I think it needs to be multiple people need to come together at once because they're people need to get on base, and then people need to drive them in. And you know, last year they could lean on Keuchel to break a losing streak. And not, at, at home, that was a guaranteed win. Yeah. That was a guaranteed win. And now he's getting lit up by the Minnesota fucking Twins. Shit happens. Shit happens on that, right? That's, that, that one snuck up and bit him in the ass. I mean, that was right, that right, broke, right. That broke the streak last night, right? But, like, that's saying. what kind of kept him in line is, like, that he would just, all right, we got one back. And then they, they won that close game Sunday against Oakland, and you have the worst team coming in. This was their week. And it still could be if they come back and win tonight, and then they got Cleveland in. They can still turn or Seattle. Is it Seattle on the Cleveland? Four, four with Seattle, Seattle and Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay, yeah. So this is their chance with bad baseball teams to fucking turn it around. They just have to do it. I'm reminded. Okay, so. I'm re- I'm reminded of a of a Lance Berkman quote that when that Berkman said, "If you look at your schedule and can't and can't find a cupcake, you're the cupcake." That's a great quote. That's a great quote. It's a good quote. Yeah, that's a good and quote. I, I thought you were going to say something about the bathroom, and if you can't find the penis, <laughs> yeah. and I'm, I'm, I'm about, did say that though. 
Yeah. He did something like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, no, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great point, man. And, and uh, wow, that's that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm, I'm hoping that they, they reverse that that uh, that whole that whole what's the word? trend? It's a trend right now. And I think I still, losing yeah. is contagious. And it is. what you're seeing tonight and what you've seen so often are these first inning fuck ups. Just like when Kratz ran out of the dugout on the first fucking game introductions and and fell down. That's what killed the season. That was a bet, though. He did that on purpose. Did you know that? that that's a, whoever did that needs an ass kicking. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah, that's what we talked about. We're like, well, why would he? Do, why that's funny, but uh, why would yeah. he do that? Yeah, my, yeah, my that kind of sums up the hockey, season. Yeah, my hockey fan buddies would say you get one in the shins for that. You know, <laughs> I, I look at yeah, that's, that's true. I look at Kratz that Kratz falling down is as as sort of the reason this is happening. Like that's that's the, the I'm gonna blame that I think I'm gonna blame that too, if that's okay. Can I piggyback on that? I mean yeah, the Kratz fall. It's your it's your home Fucking opener crap. and you come out and, and fall down on purpose in front of forty three thousand people. On a double dog dare in front of yeah. fifty thousand people. Fuck you. <laughs> and you're the backup catcher who got added late. Bitch, you are new. You're the new guy. You don't get Yeah, the but fuck he's around. got he does have a World Series ring whether he contributed or not. He did not contribute, but he has one. Yeah. I wonder if he wears it around the locker room. I bet this is all Kratz's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Carr has a Super Bowl ring too. So Fuck. let's not let's not get yeah. into you know. Yeah, but that doesn't make it any less hurtful. If yeah, I was... that's that, that, that's the part of the Houston kicking the balls. That's okay, right. so all right, uh, now I have a question for you guys because you guys have been watching better. I've been uh, you know at sea. My coverage has been poor. Enjoying I, life, not being stressed. Right. Uh, no, it, it's a different kind of stress when you the lack right, of right. Yeah, you are at sea. That is the. The Pirates' yeah. life. <laughs> I've, I've been feeling brutal about my team. Um, maybe you guys have some insight. What the fuck is wrong with Giles? Okay? Ooh. He came in. He, I mean, the, the good dude was a goddamn monster with the Phillies. Um, and he, saw, he struggled in the spring, and he has continued to struggle through the season. What's wrong with this guy? What happened Yo, to his heat? What happened Jay, to his release point? You want to read John that quote? Oh, my gosh. Do you, yeah, wanna, let me you, have, do you have access to that quote I that can... will make – that will make his bones shiver. Yes, let me pull it up. Um, You're gonna love this wrestling. You're I, gonna love this one. That we he read this, and I I don't think I talked for a little bit. <laughs> it's a direct quote from Giles, the man himself. Let's see. He loses mojo. Is that what is that what it is? Essentially, it, yes. That's part of it. Okay. I, I'd say that is the all of it. Just wait. Just wait for this shit. This is Ken Giles uh, speaking okay. to the media on Saturday. This was in Sunday morning's paper. Ken Giles says, "I'm out of whack." I'm not me right now. I'm not the guy I was the past two seasons. I'm somebody completely different on the mound, and I don't feel comfortable up there. It's just mechanical work. I don't feel comfortable up there. I don't feel right. I'm just trying to push through where I need to fix those things right now. Yikes. God damn. <laughs> I mean, that's, just, that's, that's Charlie Sheen. Like, what's Wild Thing losing his shit? Like, oh, my God. Yeah, uh, um... Uh, yeah, we need a we need a, a we need a Bull Durham moment here. <laughs> we yeah. need a veteran catcher to pull him aside and teach him how to talk to the media. Look, hey, hey, that brutal. Yeah, we have fucking pussy ass Jason Castro. We don't have Crash Davis. We have shitty Jason Castro. Not lead. Oh, I fucking hate him so much. <laughs> I know, I know you do. I know. We need we need we need a Crash Davis to teach him how to say, hey, one day at a time. You know, you take it as it comes. But try to make the ball club better. And. And yeah, right. I think, yeah, I think the boys need to get together. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe he's just—he's like the new kid at school. He just—if you look at it that way—he—he's here. He's a new guy on the team. He got caught up in the trade, and he sees Velasquez. All close and shit. Yeah, he sees the guy that they traded away killing it, fucking killing it. Yeah. Right. And so he feels a little out of place. He doesn't know the coaches. He didn't come out. He didn't, you know, start throwing smoke and spring and win him over. He needs he needs the boys to come together and 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 take him strip clubbing, man. <laughs> I think they needed to have a club Astros night, whether they win or not, and they just need to fucking let loose, like you like you're saying, and just fucking wow out a little bit, get yeah. get, get turned up as the kids say, and then <laughs> just fucking have some fucking fun. Like they're not having fun in the dugout, even when they're playing well. They're they're just shitty. They're not having fun. I think uh, I, I that was the that. whole that was the whole cool thing about that team last year is how fuck how fun they were. I think that that the, they they came out and they struggled in Milwaukee and, and the the early season struggle has snowballed on them and yeah and and we've talked about this before but Hinch has has said like as a quote 
They're trying to undo three weeks of baseball with one game. And they're not loose. Like you can, as you can look at them and you can tell they are not loose. Um, they are, they're tight. They are, they're playing every game like it's a game seven where that's, or, or it's the wild card game in New York and, and that's not working for them right now. And I don't know if dudes and, and, and to kind of go back to, to one of your earlier points, John, like who's going to be the catalyst. I think Pat's right. It's going to be, you're going to need Springer and Correa to, to sort of to to do better and you're going to need everyone else to it to from Tyler White on down to Jason Castro to to get to just be average and I think with three or four studs you have Altuve, Springer, Correa, Rasmus with four studs and then and then five average dudes I think that'll win some ball games. No, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. And I, I will say this um uh, Patrick just to kind of uh, kind of disagree with you a little bit on how they need to crank up club Astros. Cause I, get I just it. meant but, have fun. They need to fucking No, 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 just, no, no. Like, I get it. I get it. They, they, and, and, but to me, I think that was last year. Last year was the fun-loving, playing loose, you know what I mean, playing for each other. And, and, and I, I, I want them to get back to that, yes. That's not what I'm saying I disagree you with. Want but to, what you, I, want to earn, you want them to earn that right to do that? Well, no, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear, this is what I think this team needs. I think this team, a little bit older now, not much older, but they they are a little bit older. They've been there before. They've been to the postseason. They've had some success. They measured themselves. They had a they, they measured their dicks against the champs, and they only lost by a fraction. That's a good sign, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Yeah, right? no, so, yeah. But I sure. think I think right now to go with you're saying JY, they're they're overthinking it. They're trying to make up for the you know everything you just said. Here's what they need. They need a fucking fight. This oh, is I love team. it. Yeah, this love is it. a team that needs to fucking charge the mound and whoop some ass, and and they've shown they can party with each other. They've shown that they can have a great time with each other. But nothing snaps a team out of some bullshit. Nothing brings a group of dudes like a together good bench more clear. Yeah, than fucking whooping some ass. Was it two- whooping some ass? Was it two thousand four that? The Astros got into a fight with the Expos and then went thirty-six and ten down the stretch. Yes, I don't know if that was the year, but they yeah, because that was the strike year that they were, Bagwell was the MVP like that year. I think that was the. So it was, was ninety-four, that, not two thousand. Was I no ninety-four? Ninety-four was, or maybe it was two thousand four. The Expos weren't around in two thousand four. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I've got. I've got. There's a. I've got. I've got the year wrong. But there was a. There was, was a big point. fight. Was that the ninety-four? Ninety-four was the the Expos when they were good and. The strike season, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there's. I, I can't remember what. Yeah, now that I, now that I'm doing this, I realize I should have just not said anything at all and just said yes. Well, no, 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 nobody expects you to come up with like the fucking year and the exact <laughs> record of some random. No, come on, man. Like, be, go a little easy on yourself. But I, yeah, I, you I totally. Agree. The, they need to. If they're not going to be Club Astros and they want to reinvent themselves as Reservoir Dogs, where they're perfectly willing to cut somebody's ear off, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I am too. You can always go to Club Astros. You can always go to Club Astros. I would, I would, I wouldn't bust out Club Astros. I'd be picky with it. I'd make that club a little more exclusive. You know, you know when you, you know when you open up Club Astros is when you sweep a series. Yeah, at you home. sweep. Yeah, you sweep the Red Sox coming in, even though they're not coming in again. But you yeah, know what exactly. I mean. yeah. yeah, right. You well, you sweep anybody. You get three wins in a row at home. Boom, we're partying tonight. But other than that, I, like I want to see these dudes cut for each other. I want to see Davinsky and those other fuckers and Giles and Gregerson running from the bullpen and just seeing the other team's bullpen and saying, fuck it, let's fight in the outfield. There's more room. Let's get down. <laughs> I can, right? I, and I don't mean the, the fake-ass, you know, posturing. Pushing and shoving. You want, uh, you want punches thrown. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to see the uh, uh, where, it looks like, where it looks like uh, Michael Jackson's bad video. They're just dancing <laughs> at each other. No, I want, yeah, I want, I want jumping cleat kicks. I want them to talk about it on first take on whether or not this is good for baseball or not. You know, you know what I, mean? I want that too. I support that fully. Yeah, I, I I know it's bad. I know as a parent, I should probably not be saying things like no. That. Sometimes <laughs> you need to incite violence for the greater good. Yeah, I have been an Astros fan a lot longer than I've been a parent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's that's a good point. That's a very good point. I can uh, I'm just say it. I can totally see a fight happening on the field, and the the camera pans over, and Colby Rasmus has a knife, and he is straight up gutting somebody. <laughs> In left yeah, because he, he is absolutely 100% carrying a knife on the field at all times. <laughs> yes. We know that, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Who it's will in be his, the one well, to kill in his glove? Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> holy shit, Valbuena! I think you killed somebody with a trident. You might want to lay low for a while. <laughs> and it's it is it's Valbuena, it's, or, or fucking Castro ends up being like a karate kid. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. There's really no one it's bad for. You know what I mean? Think about it. And I think that might be what, what gets Giles turned around. And, and let, him be the guy, let him be the guy that hits somebody in the head. He starts the fight and throws the first punch, and then the team can get in after it. Here's what I here's. Here, Here's my fantasy. Here's my fantasy, right? Let's say it's the seventh inning, close game. Fuck it. Let's make it against the Rangers, okay? Oh, that's even better. Yes. Or the Royals. Yeah, first and second with uh, one out and Correa's at bat. And they fucking hit Correa right in the ear hole. Like one of those, ooh, ooh, shit, and he drops. I'm getting mad just thinking about it. But, but but, you know, he gets up. But he's cool, but he's good. He's cool, and he runs down, right? He runs down to first base. But the fucking, you know, Astros are all standing up, pissed off, just on the fucking edge, right? Maybe they get yeah. one good one good run out of it and then ground it to a double play, as is the Astros want. Right, <laughs> right. That's realistic. That's yeah. very realistic next, of you. Next inning. Next fucking frame. First fucking pitch. Yep. I think Giles throws one two feet behind the batter. Just that. And, there, and there's a warning issued, so the, yeah. the fight doesn't start there. Warnings issued, warnings issued, and the next one he just puts right square in the middle of the bat. And 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 fuck it, you don't charge the mound, I'm charging the plate. Yeah, and fuck he's already you. ejected, so it's on. Yeah. Like, it's ready, it's time to fuck fight. This. Yeah. Fuck all of this. And they just, boom, 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 quick shots get in. And then they all rush in, and there's like no chance for, where the umpires don't even try to break shit up, they just run for the fence. They're Giles looks like, like somebody that can throw out. down, too. He's got like a little, like, he looks like he has some thug in him. Yeah. Oh, dude, he really does. He's got like that. Dude, he really does. He has that. that what was the, uh, that angry Eminem pissed yeah, off? White yeah, yeah, like that white the, kid the, that listened too much white rap. Guy yeah. anger. Oh, like dude, he's got he's big like, rims like, on his car and shit. <laughs> you know, he's listening to corn <laughs> before the shit before the game. <laughs> oh yeah, he's pissed off listening to puddle of mud. <laughs> he's an Avenged Sevenfold kind of guy. Yeah, I love it. I love <laughs> it. Yeah, just. <laughs> and and I, I want this to happen at Minute Maid. It has to. This Let is, those fans experience something great of full emotion. Because this is... Dude, it would be great. All, all, all 13,000 of them. That's right. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it with, with uh, President Bush there. Yeah. I want to see the him get he's, he's shaking his fist in his wheelchair like, let's fuck him up, boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or just sort of slow clapping like the Hercules. The Hercules clap. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Barbara yes. climbs the fence and joins, and she's just fucking people up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Barbara's God. just got, she's got two people in a headlock, like, just beating everybody's ass. Well, she's got Cole oh, Hamill you know hog-tied in the on-deck circle. If it's against the Rangers. Oh, dude, dude, that would be so has awesome. got a robot that oh. he has been fitted for, and he just walks out in a big... I don't know what I'm talking about. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Jim, Jim Crane would be Negan. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Jim Crane would come out with Lucille. His own Louisville Slugger wrapped it in, in barbed wire. Yeah. But yeah, no, I love it. I think, I think I think even just like making this up in our head right now, it, it's almost cathartic for me. Yeah, yeah, I feel a lot better. But this is what the Astros have been missing because it felt like the Astros got thrown at an awful lot last year, and they did absolutely they never retaliated, no, they did ever. nothing about it. And that, that, that didn't sit well with me, and a lot of fans it didn't sit well with. The Royals bullied us. Yeah, yeah. boys. Do you think that Hench has the the stones to order the code red? He's a former player. I think not he does. even that long ago. I think he does. I think if we're talking, I don't know why. I don't know why they didn't last year. I don't know if it was an opportunity thing or as they were competing for a division and they just fucking cooler heads prevailed. But Hench strikes me as the guy that's like, all right, let's fucking throw down. I don't. I could be completely off, but he does strike me as the guy that's down. If we're He's a players' guy, they're all cool with him. If they're ready to fight, he's got to be like, "All right, we got. Let's fuck them up." If we're looking for the for the manager who I feel like would be most likely to do it, I'm going back to Bo Porter. Like, if Bo Porter was still the manager, absolutely that would happen. You 100%. think so? Bo, Bo Porter was old school. Yeah, I, 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 I don't get me wrong. I like Bo Porter, and I like the Bo I Porter era. I, I, I love did. the I love the motivational shirts and shit. I wish they would have sold those, or there was some way we could get a hold. Right? Some of his old, the crazy saying. He, well, he just had. You know he mean? was given a lame duck shit job, and he made the best of it. And I respect him for that. Yeah, he had. Really they did. gave him shit on yes. the field. He they didn't agree. have a chance. 
No, yeah. he had no chance, and, uh, and he had to have known that. It's not like he was going to coach them out of this. I, I, yeah, some people were mad that they that they didn't give him the chance to coach the good team. I I'm one of those. I'm one of those people. Yeah. Yeah, I think I he. Think, I, I think, I think he, he earned that right. Now I love AJ Hinch. I, this has nothing to do with him, but I think Bo Porter earned that right to to coach that team. And I don't know how differently they would have played. I think the aggressiveness of Hinch might have might have pushed them over the edge last year. When I don't well, know. I think. And tell me if I'm if, if you guys think I'm wrong. And uh, you know, I've been out of the sports talk radio business for a little bit, so I don't really have the the inside uh, buzz anymore. But it seems to me like Hinch. Well, first off, Bo Porter wasn't going to be the guy, and I think he knew he wasn't going to be the guy if he's being honest about it because he is old-school coach. He was more change the culture. Like, Bo Porter would be an excellent SEC baseball coach. <laughs> right. Because he's that kind of coach, right? I think Hinch gets the job, got the job and got the nod because he is trying to find that what I used to call the wood-to-metal connection of real ba- or old-fashioned baseball managing <clears throat> integrating in the new analytics. Right, because that's. Yeah. I think he was the one that was willing to sit down with Mike Fast and figure out, you know, tendencies and trends and new shit, and, and try to figure out how to make those work, and also when to decide against it, and when to do what, when when to follow his gut, and when to follow the math. Right. Right. So that to me, that's why I think he. Now I don't know whether or not Hinch is the long term solution. Now I was going to put this question to you guys: uh, How much do you think he's on a bit of a hot seat right now? I, I don't think if you're already a- hearing Luno. Uh, you know, uh, uh, lowering expectations, which I don't buy for a second that he really believes that. Well, I, right. I, I don't think Hin- I don't think Luno or Hinch are on the hot seat because you, there's there's it's you can't predict. It's all brand new. Well, yeah. You, well, but you can't predict being this poor at situational hitting. Like this is right. this is an unbelievably unsustainable run that they've managed to sustain for a little bit longer than than they expected, but. You know, I, I think everybody was everybody was pretty happy with how the offseason took shape. I mean, you'd like to add, you probably would have liked to have added a starter, you know, just in case, you know, just so you don't have five of the same guys running out there throwing. Well, I think they thought Fister was that steal. I really do. Yeah, and he might be. He's actually pitched pretty well lately. And by the way, Gomez doubled off the left field wall, and there's two outs, but Go Go might be back. There you go. But he didn't get thrown out at third, so. <laughs> so he's, he's, maybe he learned from his mistakes, and he's the voodoo is the good voodoo is on him. But Valbuena's up, which means that we don't score, and that's how the inning ends. But all right, it's either going to be a home run or a, or a chop out. He needs to just die, is what he's actually hitting 180. That's pretty impressive. I'm I'm, I'm proud of him for that. Now guys, I, I I'm gonna say that I hate to toot my own horn, but I think we all know that's not true. <laughs> I was out front. When it came to uh, uh, the Astros moving to the American League, I suggested it on air as early as 2010. So you're the demon that did this? Yeah. Hey, I, 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 it's a great move. Don't you, don't you enjoy having meaningful baseball hatred against the Rangers? I, I do now, but it took me a while to get there. Right, right. Well, I'm not going to bog down in the American League discussion. Maybe we can do that the next time you guys uh, invite me back. All right. I was out front of saying the Astros needed to go back to the original old school jersey design. Boom! I was right there as well. You were very, but you were you weren't alone in that sentiment. But I will give you that you were correct. I was, out front. I was there first. I was there first. Okay. Uh, I think, and I like Hinch, and I think if he wins a, a World Series, this might throw a monkey wrench in, in my prognostication. But I still think, boys, that the eventual manager, the leader of the Astros Craig Biggio. is going to be Craig Biggio. I 100% agree with that. I think that's been that's been sort of coming for a while and and it's not I, I don't think it's going to be and, and I don't think it's going to be terribly surprising, but I think it's going I think it I think they're going to in the same way that the Astros were perfectly willing to to ruin Chris Burke's career to get Biggio 3000 hits, they'll be perfectly willing <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be willing to to let Hinch go. To get That's Biggio the truest to... thing ever. <laughs> so true. <laughs> they they That's so. That's so fucking Drayton McLean. Hey, we're gonna. We can give up a, fuck, a couple kids for uh, for old Craig Biggio. <laughs> sell a couple of shirts. Get a. We'll have a whole big celebration. We're gonna trade you for garlic fries. <laughs> <laughs> so I could. I could. I. I. I could see it happening. I mean, 
There, it's it's cause, because it, no, it's it's inevitable. It's just when they're going to pull the trigger with it. You can't just like fire Hinch after what happened. And yeah. I think Hinch was a stopgap guy, and they played ahead of schedule last year. But he is. And they they did extend it. They guaranteed another year of his deal. So he's, I, I know that's well. That's that's the thing that kind of th- throws me is that they extended it so fast just because yeah. of I I don't know maybe they jumped the gun a little bit with that that contract. I, I love Hinch. I, I got no problem with him, but I do too. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not advocating the, the loss of Hinch. I'm just saying nobody You're has right. a job forever. In this I business. think. I think the the that the attendance issues would be solved. For- for, for the short term, and you're not gonna have you're not gonna have fifteen thousand people there, uh, you know, for for a couple months after Biggio's named named manager. Uh, who gives a shit who's running the team? To be honest, I mean, I do as a as a fan of the team, but nobody's going because old Craig is in the dugout. I think you un- I think and you- if people do, then they're fucking dumbasses. Rem- I mean. It's not like those. It's, it's not like. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. They're not, now that now that I say that, that's exactly what they are. But it's fuck. <laughs> it's still. That doesn't mean it's not really fucking stupid. No, it's, it's. I think any reasonable baseball fan would see the move as as a question that, mark. That, yeah, because that adds what three more bobblehead nights, a BGO throwback <laughs> night, yep. a uh, a terrible towel number seven ceremony. Uh, yeah, oh. you're right. Dude, think about this. They get to sell uh, the new jerseys with Big Biggio's name and number oh on it. Oh, my God. This is fucking happening. It's, uh, it's going to happen. Eventually, I think it will. Eventually, I think it will. Unless, like I said, Hinch can – hey, you, when you have the job and you succeed, you can't get rid of him. And, and God forbid, you know, geez, I sure would hate that. Boy, if he goes on a tear and wins uh, – Yeah, yeah. That's a, it sounds kind of like a win-win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no, there's no losing here. Uh, you know, God forbid he – Gets to the end of his contract, and uh, you know four other big teams and big markets want to throw a lot of money at AJ Hinch. I can see Crane going, "Man, well, thank you for your service. Appreciate your time. Please welcome Craig Biggio." Right? Yes. Yeah. So that's what, that's another. What's his move. position? Is he just an ambassador in the front office? I think he's one of those special uh, assistant to the GM. Types. Yeah. So he doesn't. Okay. So he he does have an actual position in the front office. He's not just uh, a face that I, they use like they did with uh, so many guys that just well, were. Getting paychecks for going to card shows or whatever the right. fuck they do. My, my last uh, understanding of it is that uh, uh, Biggio isn't exactly in an ornamental position, right? right. He's not basically uh, orbit without the jersey on. You know, <laughs> so he's he, he's doing stuff, stuff. Yeah, he's he's going around all the the minor league teams. I mean, he's, he's kind of like their quality control guy, which is basically how you go around and learn all the prospects, learn the system, see what they've got. And but now, isn't that more of a GM grooming thing than a than a head coach? Or do you think that the way the the game is now that that's kind of interchangeable? I, I, yeah. There's more there's more GMs moving into coaching positions now well, for whatever okay. reason. Perfect. Because AJ Hinch was a GM, wasn't he? He was he was in the front uh, office in San Diego. Yeah. Assistant GM, or was he a full GM? He was not the full GM, but he okay, was on but, the player development side. Okay, see, that yeah. goes back to what I was saying about uh, uh, about what Hinch's why he got the job is that in between the analytics and real baseball, that's that's yeah, what yeah. Craig is basically getting his masters in right now. You know what I mean? He's hanging with the suits, learning the uh, the, the new way of the sport, but yet he brings that old pedigree into it. You know, I mean, he's, now he he's a guy that he's throwing at to. He's old school. That's a guy oh, that, we, yeah. that, that that we're fighting. That that and he wouldn't put up with some bullshit either. Mm. No, he, he he. You know what? Vigio be the guy who's more than happy to run out there and get run. And he's a really nice guy, but I've heard a million stories that he was a jerk in the locker room because he's so competitive. Oh, he's like he's like, like he's the nicest guy ever. But when you're in the game, he was he's like Kobe. Well, Kobe, yeah. it's a, I think, is a dick all the time, but he's just an <laughs> asshole because he wants to win that bat. Well, and 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 Biggio's got that. I mean, he was he represents Houston, but he's he's straight Long Island, Long Island. So he's, Long Island, he's got he's got that like Long and, Island. Yeah, and then he went to school in Philly. Long Island so, white uh, kid, tough. Yeah, <laughs> are you saying that he would wear like a polo shirt with the necklace on the outside of the collar? Uh, tracksuit. And, and yeah, he co- has an Astros tracksuit. And, and the collar would be popped, yes. <laughs> popped collar necklace on the outside? <laughs> like, hey, you guys, turn fucking two out there, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, that was like four accents in one with a little Canada thrown in yeah, there. Yeah, I right? can't do fucking, yeah, he's a Canadian. Yeah, but it's up there. You guys, eh? You hey, guys, hey, sorry, you motherfucking stupid piece of shit, eh? <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't do accents, right? Sorry. 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 Yeah, I, I, I always throw Canadian into all my accents, no matter what it is. Uh, that's great. Yeah, all mine devolve into Mexican. Yeah, so yeah, it's just one of those things you can't get past. The longer I do it, the more it's like these. You know? hey, 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 you fuckers. Hey. You know, you know that's Watch like, it, Man. What? I know, I know, it's crazy. All right, well, uh, you know, I, I don't want to bog down the Biggio thing because I've gotten shit about that before. I, I brought that up on the radio. There's nothing to give shit about, though. Like that's a, it's, it's a, a thing that's going to happen. It's inevitable. I think you're dead. You're, it's going to happen. Here's the stink I got about it. Like, he's got no, he's got no managerial experience. Push that. He, like, he fucking ran those teams forever. I'm pretty sure he was in charge. I'm not even lying about that. Brad Ausmus, zero managing experience whatsoever. He's running the Tigers pretty well. He went from basically retired to the boss. Paul uh, That's that's a Dartmouth dude that was that was arguably he was calling. He was one of the only catchers calling his own game. Yeah. And uh, uh, what's his face? Ventura at that with the, time. The White Sox. Ventura, Paul Molitor, Mike Matheny from St. Louis. Oh. No managerial experience, and they're running the team. Here's the thing. To say Biggio has zero managerial experience is a lie. It's a bald-faced lie. Because if you just go down Memorial yep. from, uh, 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 from beautiful Minute Maid Park, you get to St. Thomas High School. Yes. Boom. I think he's won some state. He, he's got some rings, doesn't he? Now, people laughed at me and said, well, you can't compare managing yes, high can. school baseball to Major League Baseball. I'm like, really? Really? Because they seem to draft those dudes right out of high school quite a bit. It's the same game. It's literally the same game. It's yeah. exactly the same game, and it's and, and you're managing it. It's all about situations, running a game, managing your staff, and and everything else. So he knows how to run a game. He knows how to write it. You know, I know it's gonna sound stupid, but he knows how to fill out a scorecard. He knows how to fill out a lineup sheet. You know what I mean? He knows how to how to manage a bullpen. He knows how to, you know, all that stuff that you need to. I, I'm telling you, he's gonna wind up having that job. And he was like, well, you know. Uh, like talk about Auspice. He said he's a Dartmouth guy and he was a catcher. Oh, fucking Biggio was a catcher. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with you. I'm not. That wasn't a counterpoint. That was oh, just no, no, adding no, to the. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't saying it was. You want? Why you want to fight, you guy? Yeah, let's fucking fight. Let's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> fight. I got the belt. Like, I still got the fucking belt. The <laughs> twins are about to score again, so we're <laughs> we, but we're <laughs> fucked. We're just <laughs> fucked. <laughs> this no, show you know is what? gonna. We're gonna quit this show. I'm gonna go and just kill myself. This is no, bad. bro. You know, hey, we're, we're only fucked until you post this episode. Once you post the episode, that is the splash in the pond of, of right. If we incite an actual riot, that would be my. That'd be make me happy if That's that actually happened. Because you, you came in with guns ablazing. Dude, yeah. If we got a cease and desist letter from from the uh, office of the commissioner, I would I would frame that like a like a like a diploma. You are, I'd be pretty happy with that get, too. We get the email that we are not allowed to discuss or or the the contents of the game. I love that, dude. That, how awesome would that be? You know, we are no longer allowed to give accounts or de- depictions. Are, no, yeah, aren't we baseball. technically? Don't we have to uh, have written consent even to just talk about it? Well, technically. We, we, We'd have to do that thing where we could we could no longer say Astros or mention the players directly by that'd name. That'd be more. I think that'd be more funny just to come. We could come, we'd come up with our own names <laughs> for everybody, <laughs> and just everybody would know the codes. <laughs> just talk about Castro's <laughs> shit dick, and like everybody knows Johnny shit dick is Jason Castro. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Yes, I'm a big fan of Houston that plays at the Juice Box. <laughs> Every every podcast comes with a digital booklet of the dictionary uh, to yeah. You got to have our own language. Now, how quick do you guys put this episode up? Is this going up uh, pretty? It'll be up in a few minutes. It'll be up if if we end in two minutes. It'll be up within twenty. All right. Well, let's 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 think the same way the Astros should think. We put this up. The record is zero zero. Okay. We'll throw away whatever they're. What are they? Eight and eighteen or eight? We actually have a winning record on days we publish. We're four and two. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, five and two. Four four and two. Four and two. Four and two. I say that this this episode, what we just did, it is the slump buster. This is the okay. one that that uh, that changes the pH balance of, of of the urine that they've been spraying in our face. This is the t- the title <laughs> of, of episode seven is slump buster. Slump buster. It's got to be. It's gotta Hell be. yes. Right? I feel like this is the real. This is really happening. So let me recap here. Uh, 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 to the, let's just assume that top secretly. Some members of the team are listening to this podcast. Why not, right? They're all millennials. They listen to podcasts. They're Long- not traditional media guys, right? Fuck you, Jason Castro. <laughs> I don't think it's a reach. <laughs> Let's say one of the guys on the team listens. 
So it passes on to the rest of the Astros unknown player, uh, the player to be named later. Uh, y'all need to, uh, to, to get Giles uh, to be one of the boys, okay? Yep. You, you need to take him strip clubbing. You need to get him laid. You need to get him drunk. You need him to throw up in someone's car, probably yep. an Uber. Oh, yeah, get Giles to throw up in an Uber. That's <laughs> yeah. a slump buster right there. That, that, gets him a, that gets him a whole month with uh, not giving up an earned run. That would be badass. Yeah. Uh, and, Uber, and Uber Select. Like, he's in, like, the fucking nice Yukon, oh, and he yeah. throws up in it. Do you think those guys even ever get anything less than Uber Black? Well, I, I really. think they have their own drivers in the, with the team. I know other pro sports franchises do that. I don't know if the Astros do. They have their own guys that do that. They're just far money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's keep your guys out of trouble. Top. They can call at any time at a club or wherever, and mm-hmm. the driver will be there to pick them up. I like that. Like like they show up like the men in black. I yeah, love that. I can just right, so. pick them up, carry them out, get them in the car. They're gone. Whatever girl they're with, sneak them out the back. They've got they've got <laughs> it down. They're like yeah. the secret service. Yeah, Giles laid. Uh, yep. let's see, getting to a uh, fight. Yeah, Giles, Giles Lade, Titty, I mean, there's so many great strip clubs in Houston. I mean, they should, yeah, like oh. we're second to Atlanta. We're what I think Seattle has a bunch too. There's uh, white category, which is even better. Right, <laughs> you know right, right, right. You can bleep that out later, right? Yeah, uh-huh. that was that. <laughs> if I'm ble- hey, I don't know what Giles is into. Maybe he but, wants no, to but, go. There, but there, there's all all kinds. Honestly, you can go to there, you anything that you want. You can get here. Yep. Amen. Now, uh, <laughs> Carlos Gomez, uh, you need to chill chill your mess out. You need to hit the contact. Be a better situational hitter. Uh, chill the fuck out. Quit swinging. Let you know, whatever you're doing. You think you're going to hit, hit a it a mile away? <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, look, I like I like his ritmo. I like his his uh, I like his. Uh, He's pura vida. You know what I mean? He's got good style. I like that South American yeah, he does, style. He does. I ain't trying he does. to mess with his mojo here, but dude, chill the fuck out on this super swing, okay? It's like he's it's like Mike Tyson's punch out and he's going for the star punch every fucking swing. That's dude. exactly what he's doing. That is hundred percent accurate. <laughs> Choke up, three quarter swing, contact, pull down the line, hit it where they ain't. Fuck it. Chill your mess. Uh, and guys, fight. Get into a fight. Rasmus, you start it. Let's clear the benches. Let's fuck some shit up, and uh, let's make that happen. I think the, if we, those three things occur, I think that kind of gets us going, right? It changes the narrative for sure. Yeah. Two nothing twins. Great. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I just wanted to do it right then, but that doesn't mean they don't come back and it's early. They can still win this game ten to two. Exactly. Exactly. It's so turning around. All right, we're positive. We're you know what they need? It. Fight Club Astros. Ooh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fight Club Astros. That's a, yeah, that's that's a new thing. That's absolutely what they need. I want to see them doing interviews on Root Sports, and they all have weird black eyes and busted <laughs> lips, and no one ever talks about it. You see them trimming their you, you see them trimming their nails in the dugout, just getting ready, like between the bats. <laughs> Dude, and how cool would it be? Like you know, how they use the, the weighted bat with the sleeve on it to, to loosen yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. That big tire iron rod looking thing. That if they actually had uh, a Lucille, if their right. if their warm up bat was a big bat with fucking you know, <laughs> just a straight weapon, that'd be amazing. Yeah. It just chains. It's just dri- a medieval club that they're just. Yeah. Swinging. <laughs> oh, dude. I see Gaddis up there with just a big old Viking battle axe just swinging over his head. It's really oh, you know, fucking funny. And Wake then, up them elbows. Julian <laughs> Castro's got Castro's got his possum stick. Where he <laughs> his get his get him his getting stick. You go uh, on get. Yeah. Get get out of here. <laughs> getting stick. <laughs> I wish we had I wish we had Asian players again so we could get someone out there with a full on bow spinning around and the katanas and yeah, everything. All of the stereotypes we can hit. Like Yeah. That maybe that's it. We need to get Conger back. Maybe Conger was the uh, he that, was the he, he was, was the glue the, that did that contributed nothing. I I miss him a lot. I really I, do. I, that I guarantee. You know what's funny? I bet you this conversation has been had. I bet at some point in the last week or so that those front office dudes were sitting around going, "Man, you guys think it was Conger? You think you could get Conger back? Crash fucking yeah. ate shit. That's the thing. Yeah. On but he kept them all together having fun. He was doing his robot. Like he yeah he contributed nothing. But he contributes as much as Kratz does. I would much rather have Conger doing nothing back there than Kratz's dick ass. Falling down. What's a dick ass? I don't even know what a dick ass is. That's how mad I am. (laughs) You filthy dick ass. You dick ass. 
<laughs> yeah, you dick ass. <laughs> oh shit, guys! I got I've been holding a turd for about the last twenty minutes here. Let's let let's let Jose I'm Lima not- let's let's let Jose Lima bring us home on uh, on episode Did Castro, seven. Castro just hit a home run. Get the fuck out of here! It's already <laughs> happened. It's coming together. It's happening. No wait, maybe he didn't. I I don't know. It's two to one. Somebody went yard. I can't tell. I want to. Uh, nope. It was Springer. Oh, hey, a Springer dinger? I'll take one of those. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping it was Caster. That would just make me a lot happier. But no, he'll strike out here. Chicks dig the Springer dinger. I'm all for that. All right, we did it. We did it. But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole. Fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, we'll use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today.